Hello, this is Reverend Erechehim. I'm glad to come to you through this medium. As you listen to the word of God today, I pray that you will be impacted, your life will be transformed, and you experience God. Kingdom blessings. Let's bow and pray. Father, I thank you for your word. We ask that you will speak to us this morning. And Father, let your grace in this season be released on us. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm speaking on living in the overflow. Living in the overflow. Zechariah chapter 1 verse 16 said, Therefore, thus says the Lord, I have, turned, uh, I, have, I have returned to Jerusalem with mercy and compassion. My house be built in this year as the Lord of hosts. And a measuring line will be stretched over Jerusalem. Proclaim again. Thus says the Lord of hosts. My cities shall again overflow with prosperity. And the Lord shall again comfort Zion and again choose Jerusalem. Hallelujah. I personally believe that this scripture is a scripture of restoration. It's a scripture that talks about God remembering his people in the midst of the years. God remembering his people after they've gone through the pain and the challenge. Our world today has still not recovered from the impact of COVID. We don't know where it's going to take us. And increasingly, when you read news, business news, financial news, jobs are being lost every day. People's source of livelihood is being affected. So we don't even know what next happens to the world. But in the midst of this, God comes to Jerusalem and to Israel and says that I have returned to Jerusalem with mercy and compassion. My house shall be built. My assignment over your life shall be built, says the Lord. And the measuring rod will be signed. What happened? When the measuring rod is stretched over a, over a thing, that means it's a completed project. And he says that, verse 70, proclaim again, that says the Lord of hosts, my cities shall overflow with prosperity. And the Lord shall comfort Zion, again choose Jerusalem. So I want to tell somebody that in this month of overflow, God wants us to get ready for what he's about to do in the midst of the years. It might seem as if things are bad, things are not the best for you, but I want to announce to you a prophetic word that God's word will come to pass for you. Hallelujah. We must understand that if we are going to walk in the overflow, we serve the God of possibilities. I personally believe in the last one two or two weeks ago, I personally believe that as a local church, this month of April, May is going to usher us into a tremendous season of God's grace and God's favor. Listen to me very carefully. Very, very carefully. I know what I'm talking about. I sense it strongly. I sense it strongly. And I sense that God is up to something in our life before we hit the 40 days of power. We must be ready for the overflow. How do we work in the overflow? How do we provoke the overflow? Number one is faith in God's word. Faith in God's word. 
Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 to 3 and 6. The Bible says, And now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders have obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of the things which are visible. By verse 6 says that, But without faith it's impossible to please him. And he who comes to God must first believe that he is, and is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So here, we are seeing that faith in God's word is very key if you are going to walk in the overflow. God's word is the most powerful asset that we have as believers. God's word is the most powerful asset that we have as believers. I want to tell you that the word of God is enough collateral for your future manifestation. I want you to know that the word of God has the ability to give you a big future because it's a huge collateral. Collateral is evidence of proof, right? So I want you to know that the word of God is enough collateral for your future. Because I have seen how men and women who have believed the word of God with nothing in their life and they have succeeded in the overflow. Everyone who will ever succeed in God must be a practitioner of the word. Am I speaking to somebody this morning? So the word of God. I have seen the word of God. Collateral means that it's an evidence if you are going to take a loan, it's a proof that you can, your, your loan can be paid. The word of God is too much collateral for my life. And I want you to know that if you are going to flow, get into the overflow, trust the word. The Bible says that the word of God, the Bible says that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So, you may not have seen it, but still you believe that this God has spoken it. The Bible says, by it, the elders, and if not the elders, we didn't meet Abraham, we didn't, but I've seen great men of God in our time who have believed the word from nothing and where God has taken them. It's too much collateral for me. Is somebody hearing me this morning? I want you to know the word of God carries creative power for the manifestation of its word. So within the word, there's a creative power. So if we are going to flow Walk in the overflow, you must believe the word. And I want you to know that the word of God is Christ. Christ is the word of God. Jesus is the word. So anytime you believe the word, you are believing Christ. Can I tell you something? There is no any other name we should believe in except the name Christ. Jesus Christ. Not even your pastor's name. Me, I'm also a human being. <laughs> you don't know. I need help. Never be deceived that a man of God has an answer for your problem. The greatest person you can believe God with is Christ. So anytime you hear his word, it's a manifestation of him. So when you believe his word, so when I tell maybe Pastor Emmett that I'll give Pastor Emmett a thousand Ghana cities after service, which I will not do yet. <laughs> he believes. 
So he believes and knows that after the service, I'll give him the money. Who knows? But if I tell him I'll give him a million dollars after service, you say, oh, pastor, <laughs> maybe today <laughs> you have not seen it yet. But faith is you believing that that word will come to pass. Is somebody hearing me this morning? And Christ is that word. Believe in Christ. Believe in Christ. I believe in that word. So whatever the Bible says about the overflow, it's get ready for it. Say, I'll receive my overflow. Hallelujah. So when we believe the word, you are believing Christ. And it's a reward of those who diligent. Number two, increase capacity. If you're going to walk in the overflow, you must increase capacity. Psalm 80, 81 verse 10. Increase capacity. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide that I'll fill it. If you are going to have overflow, you must have capacity for overflow. You must be hungry for heavy stuff. Some say heavy stuff. Yeah. Don't think small. Don't act small. Don't belittle yourself. If you are going to walk in the overflow, the Bible says that he's the one who brought us out of Egypt. Egypt is a place of captivity, but now he has brought us into the promised land. And he says that open your mouth wide, I will fill it. So the capacity of your mouth determines the capacity you can receive. Is somebody hearing me here? Very important. So you must be Hungry for heavy stuff. Don't think small. Don't be little in your pursuit of your destiny. Think big. Dream big. Break limits in your mind and thinking. You must break limits in your mind. The first place is to break limits in your I was in Egypt. I was a slave, but now I am in a promised land. I must begin to think like the promised land. So begin to think like you are in the promised land. Is somebody hearing me this morning? Very important. So think big. And we must begin to think kingdom in our endeavors. Why do you want what you want? Is it because you want to consume it on yourself? Why do I want God to give me the overflow? Is it for his kingdom agenda? One of the things I'll say is that always tie your overflow to kingdom agenda. Hannah wanted a son. God wanted a prophet. It was an exchange. Lord, I want to be prosperous. Lord, I want to be a blessing to people. It means that if you are going to be a blessing, you will never lack yourself. You will never. I've never seen a pipe carrying water lacking water lacking water. Alright, number three, sustain the overflow. Sustain the overflow. Second Kings chapter 3, verse 15 to 18. To make it, it's, I want you to just follow my thought pattern. Alright, so from verse 15 say that, but bring me a musician. Then it happened that when the musician played, the hand of the Lord came upon him and he said, thus says the Lord, make this valley full of Ditches, for thus says the Lord, you shall not see wind or you shall not see rain, yet 
the valley shall be filled with water so that your cattle and your animals may drink. And this is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. He will also deliver the Moabites into your hands. So this was Israel going to war and Israel needed to hear the mind of God concerning what God would do for them at war. But the amazing thing is that the prophet told them that they should dig ditches because they must sustain the breakthrough coming. Otherwise, the rain will not, they will not see the rain, they will not see the wind, but the ditches will be filled. I want you to know that any time you come into the season of overflow, you must be able to capture that season. You must be able to capture that season. Because if you don't dig ditches, the water of the rain will come, but it flow away. And anytime you come into your season of overflow, you must dig ditches to contain the overflow. Because the season of overflow will not last for a long time. Can I pass through this region now? Today I'm very impressed about the choir, music, the band and everything. It's a season. And if you are going to stay in this season rehearsing, playing tight like this, and everybody playing well and synergizing, you move into a new season. So it's a, it's, it's a season that God has brought up over you and you must capture it so that it's a new walk. Somebody hearing me here. So when you come into the season of overflow, your business is doing well. It does not mean you go spend more money. God is increasing you in an area of your life. Then it does not mean that you now begin to do the things that you, ever, you never thought you'd do. You begin to riot around. You know what I'm talking about? Human beings, we, are, we can be very uncontrollable. But the new overflow, you must dig trenches. So that means that if you are a service provider and now you are attending to 10 people in a day, but now you have about 25 people coming into your business, you must now develop a business system to sustain them. Because that season will pass. And if you don't know how to manage even customer relations, personal relationship with people, how you handle people, the season of overflow passes, and I will never come back to that shop again. So you must be able to dig trenches, dig ditches, say dig ditches. Because when you enter the season of overflow, you must be able to contain it. Overflow will push you into your next capacity. It is important that we master our overflow seasons. And let it become the new normal. So the overflow seasons will come, but it must become the new normal. So don't become somebody who God blesses you with a business and now customers are coming into your space or you're having a lot of telephone calls. You can't manage it. Then you become very uh, emotionally imbalanced. One of the greatest things that every leader must possess now is emotional intelligence. The ability to stand pressure and people and become. Am I speaking to somebody here? Yeah. Because capacity will be where I don't know. 
Capacity, capacity. So, you must feel, you must open your mouth wide that the Lord will feel it, but any time that the blessing comes, be able to contain it. Say container. So, what happened? He says that when you dig the ditches, your animals will now drink because they don't go to war for one day. They can go to war for 40 days, 50 days. So, now that the rain has come at one point in time, it can sustain the animals for the rest of the days they are at the battlefront. Let your overflow increase your capacity and build your capacity for the overflow. Number four. Flow out. Ezekiel chapter 47 verse 7 to 9. When I returned there along the bank of the river, there were many trees on one side and the other. And the other. And he's, then he said to me, this water flows towards the eastern region. Eastern region, hallelujah. Goes down into the valley and enters the sea. Those from eastern region, your, your, your region is being mentioned here in the scriptures. When it reaches the sea, its waters were healed. And it shall be that every living thing that moves wherever the river goes, the river goes will live. And there will be great multitude of fish. But these waters go there. Because these waters go there, for they will be healed and everything will live wherever the river goes. When you come into a place of overflow, you must flow to others. You must, you must not be somebody who takes overflow because of your personal aggrandizement. The scripture says that this was when Ezekiel encountered a river of God in the temple. And there are different powerful illustrations that came from that scripture. But the Bible says that when the river left the temple, when he left the church, when the flow of the river left the church, it began to flow towards the eastern region, hallelujah, down to the valley, and it reaches the sea. The sea is symbolic of human beings. Its waters were healed. The sea contains salt. The sea contains salt. But when the river began to flow towards the sea, it began to heal the sea. Now, every place that this water goes, fishes come up. Prosperity comes up. Everywhere the river goes, it brings healing. When you get to a point in your life, don't just overflow for yourself, but overflow to others. Flow out. Be a solution to other people's lives. The overflow from your life must bring healing into people's marriages, people's businesses, people's careers, and church life. You must be a channel to other people. The overflow is not for your personal need alone. But may God bring you to a point that you'll be a blessing to other people. Anywhere you go, because of the overflow, you bring healing. The Bible says wherever the waters went from that temple, it healed. In our life, may we be destiny helpers to others. Oh, yes. May we help somebody to fulfill his destiny. May we be happy for somebody's progress. When you enter somebody's life, may you be an addition, not a subtraction. May you not enter a person's life and take away more than you even contributed. You must always have people in mind that when I am in the season of overflow, 
I am there because God wants me to heal other people. May you solve a family problem. May you change the history of your family. May you change something that has never happened in somebody's life. May you pay somebody's school fees, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, for the person to get out of school. May you support somebody. The overflow is not for yourself. I don't know about you, but how much can you eat in a day? But look at how much somebody needs to survive in a day. And I want to admonish everybody that in this month, be magnanimous and be benevolent. That's big grandma. Eh? Give out something to somebody. Support somebody. Bless somebody. May your life become a blessing to somebody's life. Let it be a proof of overflow. So come and say, Pastor, there's an overflow of dollars in my house. So come and this is one is for you. The amen becomes more. <laughs> May the Lord cause us to walk in the overflow. Stand up on your feet and lift up your hands. Listen to me, church. I believe in a prophetic season. Lift up your hands and begin to call for it. Begin to call for it. Begin to call for it. Open your mouth and begin to pray. That Lord, I ask for the overflow in my life. Lift up your voice and pray. Everybody, lift up your voice and pray. We have some time. Yeah. Begin to prophetically step into it. We believe the word. We increase capacity. We dig trenches. Lift up your voice and pray for yourself that you have entered that prophetic season. You have entered that prophetic season right now. Lift up your voice. Oh, I feel something strong in the building right now. Somebody, God is restoring back to you what you lost. Ah, mando sapra mahaya. The city shall overflow. Manda with prosperity. Manda gato satalakabaha. Somebody lift up your voice. Step, step into it. We are in a prophetic house. Don't lose fact of that. We are in a prophetic house. Manda gade kaparato prakadaya. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, you are stepping into the overflow. Yeah. Lenge de gada gato satas. Shakatanagabahayas. Let it rise out of this place. Kando brakada. We break limitations in the mind. We step into the flow right now. We step into the flow. 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 We step into the supernatural flow of things now. Thank you, Jesus. Draw me close to you. Never let me go. Draw me close to you. Never let me 
season of unprecedented overflow I feel the power of God so strong in the building 
Some of you feeling like cold waves over you. Fresh oil. Speed. And back. So fire. Take it. Receive it. Yeah. Yeah. Take it. Fresh power. And I declare over this house that we have come into this unprecedented overflow. In Jesus' name, amen.